You ever had a banter before a podcast before? Have I ever had a banter before a podcast before? <laughs> Excuse me. Yes, I have. Uh, what did you guys do since we recorded last? I laid on the floor. Yes, <laughs> the usual, you know. Okay, gentlemen, shall we begin? Shall we start? We'll, we'll grab banter midway through or something like that, I'd imagine. Oh, yeah, we'll sure. just find it. Okay, Josh, lead us in banter then. Uh, you guys hear about that uh, plane that crashed? I did. Good. That's... I didn't know there was a plane that crashed. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was. Where? What? Oh, was there? Yeah, there was. Um, over in. Um, He's lying. I was listening to this. I was listening He's to the lying. BBC yesterday. There was a um, what's it called? A tsunami over in Malaysia or Thailand. They're still looking for like 800 people. And then there was a plane that crashed and it was in the east as well. Yeah, they have a lot of planes that crash out there. Coincidence? Ah, what? I think <laughs> look, I'm looking it up now because you guys don't seem to believe me. No, I don't. Plus this episode will be out in February, so I remember that. <laughs> Yo, no, I, you know what we should do? We should predict what the news will be. Oh, that's stupid. We shouldn't do that. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> Not going to happen. Did you guys hear about Trump going to war? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it is actually fucked right now. It's happening with MA. The whole, did you guys hear about this? Uh, He's pushing for the border wall, and essentially they're having another government shutdown. I have a proposal to counter the wall. Is it a fence? No, no, no. No, no. So, so America I heard this the wall. being debated the other day. <laughs> it's like, what's the difference between a fence and a wall? I was like... Concrete. Jesus Christ. <laughs> There's a, lot, a huge a difference between a fence and a wall. <laughs> no, no. So Canada and Mexico come together and we build a bridge over America. <laughs> That's not good. That's not going to fly. <laughs> this isn't like Minecraft where you just build a bridge to another biome and stick sky a rail car track. Yeah, <laughs> I can get to the forest biome in seconds. <laughs> desert biome. Here we come, Mexico. I don't know if they have a desert. It's safe to assume. <laughs> Moving on. I do have tacos. That was my banter. That was my banter. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Dicey D20. My name is Noah, Dungeon Master, and I am joined here by our players. We have Rogar Ragnak, the dragonborn of the Knights of the New Moon, the Bright Lord himself, sent mm. down from the heavens to oh. do the work of the Bright Lord. How's it going, my friend? It's going good. You know, Satan was also sent down from heaven. <laughs> oh my god. It's a conspiracy. Rogar is actually Satan. <laughs> Not Satan. Tweet at us and let us know if you think Rogar is actually Satan. I mean, he did give up children to a hag, so... Point Satan. I had no Point choice. <laughs> I had no choice. We always have a choice. What movie is that? We always have a choice. It's Every like, movie. So many movies. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's game. I've been watching Game of Thrones. It's I think John, so John Snow being like, we always have a choice. Yeah. Anyways. Well, <clears throat> John Snow. Fievel Mausentrov. Rat attack. How's it going? Good. You know, I'm just looking through the uh, player's handbook here, and I'm getting some great ideas for this episode coming up. I'm going to outfit oh. myself to look like a pirate. It's going to be great. <laughs> Spoilers. Okay. All right. I like it. Uh, oh. a, a pirate mouse. I heard you. Four arms. Three-headed drake. What could go wrong? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely nothing. You get your drake. Everything. It could all go right, for sure. Can you two Tyson McKay, 
the Planeswalker Extraordinaire. How's it going, my friend? Uh, not bad. I didn't plan ahead like Vievel, but uh, two eye patches sounds good, so I'm going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> and we are also joined by Dabble Dob Doffit, the Gnome Wizard, who has the biggest balls you ever did see. How's it going? Good, good. Um, like watermelon. Want to see what this dwarf has for uh, magic stuff? Nice. 7,500 to spend, so here we go. Okay, let's see what we can get for 7,500 gold pieces in the city of Malvista. Dabble Dob Dop it, your partner in crime. Gregory, or Gragrock, the Warforged, Weapons Master. How's it going, Weapon Master? Oh, pretty good, pretty good. Some, some would say the voice of reason. I would like to remind uh, Dabble Dob and everyone else that a thousand of that has just been spoken for transport. Don't spend it all, big boy. Yeah. <laughs> I'll actually interject here. That is that is not correct. Um, that the, doesn't count towards... No. So all the expenses for the voyage are not up to you guys <sighs> to pay. Why do wow. we go for the cheapest option? As the, Raksh- the Rakshasa <laughs> said, the the funds for the actual like transport and stuff like that, he would be fronting the bill for that. Uh, yeah, so we need the most expensive ship first, now. Like after I thought he, he would. That's why he gave us so much. Yeah, so you guys are going to go talk to Amara, the blue woman, and she'll handle payment okay, for the okay. vessel. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. The okay. money that, that, that you guys were fronted was for like your that. own oh, assets. That's way cooler. 7,500 to gold, yeah. gold to spend then. Awesome. Nice. 65. I'm getting a new weapon. So it's probably a good thing we didn't go with the largest ship then, because that would still that would have actually cost us, right? Yeah. It was like this much 10% percent. of your, yes, correct, yeah, of the cargo. Yeah. That depends on how you how you swung that, right? You know? Yeah. You could have we you could have debated or argued, negotiated for a, a lower rate or a flat rate. Um, either way, though, you know. Also, yeah, he wanted to take just the pirate way. That's True. gonna be a discount. <laughs> That's gonna be, it's <laughs> gotta be a discount. Come on. Every path is unique and has its own advantages and disadvantages, ladies and gentlemen. We are picking up where we left off. Our heroes were in Malvista. They spent their time, uh, Rogar Ragnak did at least, going to the Knights of the New Moon headquarters. He had a very interesting conversation with Commander Livingston, the oldest surviving member of the Knights of the New Moon, who was asked by Wolfhelm, commander of the Knights of the New Moon of the Rybrary branch, to donate 15 men to the cause of the Knights of the New Moon in the north. Our other team members, players, heroes, I should say, all went to the docks, traveling in the Goldilocks zone, as they termed it, and to the northern part of the vessel uh, shipping fleets. They looked for captains. They found Don Valeris, Maria Evantes, and Ari the Gambler, with their three respective vessels, the Gullwing, the Fairwind, and the Royale. Our heroes ended up choosing Ari the Gambler and his Viking longboat-style vessel with a battering ram and ballista, and, yeah, chose, chose the Royale and Ari for their vessel across the sea through a narrow river passage on the Isle of Elathron, through that, and then northwards towards the Cobalt Isles, where they are heading to retrieve some Drake eggs for a Rakshasa crime lord. So, that is where we find ourselves. Gentlemen, you all just came to the unanimous decision that you were going to pick Ari the Gambler. You all stepped off of his vessel, and this is where you find yourselves. It is mid-afternoon on a winter, but I mean, it's winter in Malvista. You know what I mean? It's like vacationing in Florida. It's like, it's winter, but is it really? You know what I mean? So, you guys are more than welcome to do whatever you'd like. Ari the Gambler said he needed three days to get his vessel prepped and ready to go. And it is up to you guys as to what you'd like to do now. Now, I'll remind you, you do have to go tell Amara which captain and which vessel you chose this evening. She said she would be at the Sour Shark, that tavern, uh, near the docks. 
in Malvista. But other than that, the next three days are up to you guys. So have at her, go wild, go get her. Shopping spree. Should we just go tell her first (laughs) so that we get that out of the way? Yeah, I feel like we should Shopping. She said she would be there this spree. evening. Yeah, yeah, we had some time yeah. to kill before. Uh, Shopping. We and we'll technically this wasted. doesn't count as like as like one of the days. It's a half day. So they're still making repairs on, on the vessel the from its fuck? last voyage. They need three more days after after today. No, okay. it starts since we shook hands. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you argue with Ari over that. Alright, <laughs> uh, Rogar's uh, going on a shopping spree. I'll I'm go with Rogar. Joining. Okay, so it sounds like three or four members of the team are all looking to head to Griffins and Gargoyles, the magic item weapon. Is there a weapon. different one, though? Uh, is that, like, the main... That is the one that you guys were sent to by Anasi, the trader, uh, with the Roma camp. You can look for others, though, having been in the city for, for mo- over 300 years, this guy is definitely the authority on... On interesting shit, okay. weapons and wares. No, I'm down. Let's go there. Fuck it. You gotta kind of think of him as like, uh, like Borgen and Burks. You know what I mean? From uh, from Harry Potter, which is in you know the the darker side of Diagon Alley, right? Don't know Harry Potter, so okay. It's like it's like a, a, a <laughs> blasphemy it's filled with, with darker <laughs> and and sometimes malicious, but but no doubt helpful magical items as well. Yeah. So you guys yeah. are heading to yeah. Griffins and Gargoyles, or are you looking for a new place? No, I'm down for Griffins. I mean, I feel like that's yeah, the place sure. to start. Yeah, okay. get a sailor's <laughs> there. Uh, there are many different uh, shops which cater to the needs of clothing investments. You are more than welcome to head to one of those, Fievel, um, with or without the team. I will say that when you move around the city of Malvista in different areas, so, you know, lower down in the city, you're going to find more, like, common wear. But up in the upper tiers, you could find... Very different fashionable styles of clothing. Um, oh, no, I don't really care for wealth. Let's just spend it all. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So uh, the entire team head into Griffins and Gargoyles. Is that correct? Let's do it. Okay. Yeah. So marching in like a uh, what is it? In like the what is the dom the dom squad? A badass Ooh, band fucking, of butt yeah. buddies. Sure. Heading in like a badass band of butt buddies, you guys return to Griffins and Gargoyles, okay? Um, you can hear rummaging around in the back uh, as the large dwarf, abrasive in his nature, who you met this morning, uh, begins to march his way to the front of the shop. He looks at you and he says, The fuck are you all doing back here? I missed you. We're here to We're buy here things. to spend money. We got coin, bitches. <laughs> okay, so he looks at you and he says, Ah, as he like kind of like, you know, leans heavily on the, the banister, the railing, to get down the stairs. He says, Ah, you were broke this morning and now you're rich as lords, eh? We oh, killed yeah. six God. men for this money. <laughs> fucking don't put... <laughs> he was about to say, I fucking don't believe it, but then when you say you killed six men for this money, he says, I fucking believe that. <laughs> <laughs> so he clasps his hands together, kind of rubs them, and he says... All right, lads. What is it you need? Who's going first? Go first? Single file. Okay, we'll let shortest and tallest go first. <laughs> Nomeo, go first. <laughs> so the gnome's going first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you, have call, you have to call him Nomeo. Oh, God. So okay, so this is going by height. <laughs> yeah, this is going by height. <laughs> Damn it. It's gonna be nothing left for you and me, Rogar. <laughs> What are you they looking? Can't, they can't wield their heavy weapons. Okay. Still buy it's it not going to stop Tyson from buying them just so we can't have them. <laughs> <laughs> I buy it and burn them all. 
Hand them out on the street. <laughs> One for you. Excuse me, kid. <laughs> you want a battle axe? Merry Christmas. <laughs> Does 8d10 frost damage. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, so I'll walk up to him and uh, say, "Well, I'm a I'm a wizard. So what do you what do you got for a wizard?" Wizard, eh? <clears throat> well, it depends. You're looking for knowledge, or you're looking to to boost your your offense. Ooh, I'm excited to uh, hear about the knowledge, but I was more looking for uh, offense. Well, just know that I have a variety of spell scrolls, you know, kept away. You know, a little dusty, but they still have what you need. I like spell scrolls. Okay, so he says, got everything from the most simple of incantations all the way to the, you know, the the fuck shit up level. Yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> um, let's start out with uh, some rings. All right, the gentleman wants to see rings. The gentleman wants to see rings. He he marches his way over. It looks like he has a stiff leg. His right leg seems he seems to limp a little bit. As he walks over to a glass display case, which is on the other side, so the right side as you walk in, of griffins and gargoyles. He says, as you can see, as he kind of points to the array, he's got dozens of different kinds of rings. He says, so really, you just got to tell me what it is you're interested in doing. Invisible would be cool. Now that's a tricky one. I haven't been able to get my hands on an invisibility ring in nearly 160 years. Eesh. Exceedingly uh, rare, and as you can imagine, the people who have them don't exactly want to part with them. No, no, that's fair. Um, you, you give me some options here. Like, what do I see? Do, like, do they show what each ring is? They have little tags, like dog tags, yeah. on, like a well, toe tag, I guess, would be like the right term of like like a a very small. Uh, slanted script of like yeah. what the rings are. He says, "Well, help me out here, my little gnome fucker. Tell me exactly what your price point is, you know, because we could we could be talking about tens of thousands here." Well, I'm a little on the lower end right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just looking for maybe around like the ten range. The ten range. The ten range. I've got one sitting at twelve, but that might be a little bit pricey for you. Okay. For half of your asking price, I do have the Ring of the Ram. The Ring of the Ram requires attunement, my friend, but it has three charges and regains 1d3 charges daily at dawn. While wearing the ring, you can use an action to expend one of the three charges to attack one target within 60 feet of you. The ring produces a spectral ram's head and makes an attack roll with a plus seven bonus. On a hit, for each charge you spend, the target takes 2d10 force damage and is pushed away five feet from you. Um, I can expel more than one charge at a time. You could do correct? three at once. Yeah, I like where that's going. You got anything for like a little bit of defense? Well, I do have rings of protection, a little bit less pricey. You know, you're looking at about four, four thousand. You know, sure. so adding adding plus one to your armor class, always useful for a for a spellcaster. You know, you guys are a little soft and squishy. Yeah, no, that, 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 don't blame you there. I take a few hits and I'm. Oh. <laughs> I have rings of resistance, you know, granting you resistance to various types of damage. Uh, rings of swimming. I've got two of those bad boys. I do have a ring of water walking. Water walking, eh? We're going on a this journey across the ocean. Biblical. <laughs> journey across the ocean here. The ship's going down. Alright, see you guys there. <laughs> see you guys there. Get back here, Dabla. If only I could see the thing is you give me the ring and I just carry you. True. You or and I you just let walk them drown. Right, <laughs> <laughs> see you guys there. Uh... But maybe a ring isn't your style. You know, for oh, for, for, sure. the, for the odd mage, there's always another item, you know. 
Robes? Rods? Staffs? Staves? Wands? What are you looking for? Come on. Give me something. Uh, Don't give him a rod. He'd be shoving that up people's buns as well as cup checking. Oh, he'd watch me, buddy. Who <laughs> <laughs> um, says that's a bad like, thing? What about wands and staffs? Hmm. Good question. Good question. I have a wand of magic detection for 2,000. A wand of magic missiles for 8. Got a wand of secrets for 15. And a wand of the war mage. Plus 1 and plus 2. No plus 3s in stock, unfortunately. What's that one? The wand of the war mage grants you a plus 1 bonus to attack rolls. And a plus 1 bonus to damage. In addition, you ignore half cover while making uh, a spell attack. Pretty cool. That's the plus one. So plus two to... No plus three the plus two is nice 5,200 gold. 52. Okay, and then there was something for two grand, a ring, I believe, or something? Um, For two grand? Wasn't the water one or something? Ring of water walking? Yeah. For two. Yeah, I'll take the plus two and the ring. All right, my friend. So for you, you're looking to grab the ring of water walking and the wand of the war mage plus two. Plus two, yeah. All right. 2,000 for the ring, 5,200 for the wand, and I'll tell you what, I'll knock off 200 gold. Let's make it an even seven. You are the best. Okay, so, Dabbledob Doppet, you now have the ring of water walking, and you also have the wand of the war mage plus two. Let's start with the ring of water walking. While wearing this ring, no, no attunement required, you can now stand and move across any liquid surface as if it was solid ground. So, like, you're talking, like... Lava. <laughs> uh, lava is tic- t- like technically a liquid, yeah. correct? That being said, it, the heat is is what's dangerous yeah, about that's, lava. That's what the problem. Yeah. yeah. Um, when it comes to the wand of the war mage plus two, this does require attunement. And while you are holding the wand, you gain a plus two bonus to spell attack rolls and to damage. In addition, you ignore half cover while making a spell attack. So if someone's like half hiding behind a rock and they're shooting ar- uh, arrows at you, yeah. you ignore the half cover. Sick. All right. So, are you handing over your note of mark? Yeah. Okay, so you hand over your note of mark. The dwarf hobbles behind the counter, and he hands you, after writing up, a note of mark for 500 gold pieces. Perfect, I'll take it. All right. So, double dub dub it. You now have the ring of water walking and the wand of the war mage plus two. Congratulations, my friend. Awesome. All right. Anyone else like to purchase anything from the dwarf whose name you guys still don't know, but that's fine. I, I push Dabbled up out of the way and say, my turn. <laughs> okay. So the dwarf kind of eyes you a little bit. He puts on some, some spectacle. Like, I mean, he could see the, <laughs> the the gnome, but he puts on his glasses to look at you. And he says, are you a fucking mouse? <laughs> you got a problem with that? <laughs> no, I've just never seen a little mouse before. Well, what can I do for you, sir mouse? Boy, do I have a list for you, sir. I said, you got anything in the... The range of, like, a mini harpoon gun. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so he scoffs a little bit and he says, I do not have any mini harpoon guns. All right. Anyone in town that might have that? Look, son, if there's any type of zany and wacky magical or non-magical weapon, I think I'd be the one to know who's got it, and I I don't think anything like that even exists. (laughs) (laughs) They uh, just, you know, ask around and... Maybe on when on the return trip, he might have it. Who knows? It's a great idea. So he rolls his eyes and he says, 
Is there anything that actually exists that you're interesting interested in purchasing? Do you have any sweet, sweet blowguns? Blowguns, yes, I do. I do have blowguns and darts, various different types of poison. Okay, can I check that out? Uh, the blowguns that he has, he has a short-range blowgun and a long-range. They're essentially just pipes, right? Okay. That you can stick little darts into and blow. Um, the first one has a range of uh, 10 feet to 30 feet. So it's meant for, like, short range, like in, like, a bar. Like, it's very short. You could pull it up and, like, pff, like hit someone. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's obviously over 30 feet, you're at disadvantage. And if it's under 10 feet away, you're at disadvantage. Okay. Uh, and then the longer gun that he has, or, or pipe, I guess, blow gun that he has, uh, has a range of anything from 20 feet all the way up to 80 feet. Okay. And you said he had different types of, like, I guess, strengths of poison darts? Correct, yes. He has uh, one, which is just like a straight damage poison. So it's going to do the regular dart damage, uh, which I believe is 1d4, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then uh, it deals an extra 1d4 of poison damage. Okay. And then he has a second type, which is a paralytic. So it's going to do the 1d4 for the dart, but then they are going to make a constitution saving throw. If they get higher than a 13, they're fine. If they get lower than a 13, they are technically paralyzed for a minute. Okay. Sweet. Um, all right. Yeah, I'll take I'll take a short and a long range blow dart or blow gun. Okay. And then I'll take, I don't know, probably 10 of each of each type of uh, dart. Okay. So he's asking 10 gold pieces for each of the blow guns. Okay. And then he is uh, asking a full gold piece for each dart. Okay. Good. Yeah. Done. Yeah. yeah. So forty gold pieces altogether, and you now have a short range and a long range blowgun with ten damage darts and ten paralytic darts. He turns around, hits Rogar with it, and says, "Tyson, we got him." Yeah. <laughs> Tyson, we got him. He's on the quest. <laughs> um. All right. I ask him about any uh, enchanted or magical scimitars or trident. I like where your head's at. Um, <clears throat> it's much better than uh, harpoon guns. <laughs> really? You're a fool. Really? <laughs> Here I am spending 7000 It's just like, yeah, 10 gold piece for this, a gold piece for that. <laughs> so he thinks for a second, kind of grumbling to himself, he walks over to a rack of weapons, swords which are either uh, in or out of their sheaths. He grabs a scimitar, which is currently in its sheath. The scimitar is uh, ha- has a sheath which is very finely inlaid with gems and filigree, uh, which is gold. He uh, brings it over to you, pulling it out of its sheath. The scimitar unsheathes itself blindingly fast, super quick. Mm. The scimitar of speed grants you a plus two bonus to attack and damage rolls made with this magic weapon. In addition, you can make one attack with it as a bonus action on each of your turns. Wow. It is a 6,000 gold piece scimitar. Taking it. (laughs) Okay, you now have a scimitar of speed. And if you do cocaine off of it, (laughs) works double. Two (laughs) bonus action attacks. (laughs) Okay, so the... Dwarf walks over to the counter. He places the scimitar, the blowguns, and the darts all on the counter. He says, Will there be anything else, Master Mouse? So you do outfits here? I do armors here, boy. <laughs> this isn't a fucking clothing shop. <laughs> I say, no, that's it then. 
Okay, so your grand total comes to 6,040 gold pieces. Uh, I hand him the, the note. Cool. With the note of Mark, he hands you back 1,450 gold pieces in a note of Mark. Neato. I, uh, I thank him, and I let the next person in line go. That would be me. Okay. We're going by All right, height. so he looks at Tyson McCann, and he says, Ah, the sailor whore, eh? <laughs> this, that's what do you how I want? got my money. <laughs> Some crystal dildos to get your chakra in place? <laughs> how do you know? <laughs> <laughs> how does he know? <laughs> no, Sir Dwarf. I... Oh, what's your name, Sir Dwarf? Let's go that. Okay, I like where your head's at. He goes, Finally, someone with a little bit of sense. To think it would be the whore. <laughs> it says, the name's Bogus Battle Branch. Bogus. Of the House Battle Branch, my ancestor, Hogart Battle Branch, you may know him, slayed Hogar. a fearsome frost giant by the name of Seth Grog, with nothing but a humble yew branch, hence the family name. It's a, it's a wonderful family name. The double Bs. I love dwarves. We saw them at the mines all the time. <clears throat> okay. Um, you didn't, so roll me a fucking deception check. <laughs> <laughs> what? Back at you were the, in a town of humans, not dwarves. Yeah, but there was a there was mines around. No, no, there were <laughs> not dwarves there. Uh, that's a nat twenty. <laughs> okay, so he wholeheartedly believes, and he says, "Maybe I misjudged you." I'll suck your dick. What is it you need? <laughs> I'll suck your dick. <laughs> uh, I'm looking, and we're right back to Hayden. <laughs> <again. laughs> you judged your item up just right. Uh, I'm looking for. A cloak or a robe? You have such a thing. I have many different kinds of cloaks and robes. You'll have to be more specific, my friend. As he, he says, as he points to the upper tier of the shop where there is an entire wall uh, with hangers and racks of cloaks and robes. You have more robes than Vel. I say, I'm looking for something... He doesn't something, know who Vel uh, is, so... <laughs> <laughs> looking for something more on the defensive side. Hmm. Maybe some knee pads, though. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Plus 200 experience points, Gregory the Warforged. Yeah, buddy. If you're looking for defensive, nothing beats the cloak of displacement, but looking at you, I doubt you have 60,000 in your pocket. I could whore myself away for that much. <laughs> I have three days to whore myself to 60,000 gold pieces. <laughs> Five gold pieces of blowjob. <laughs> Five gold pieces of blowjob. It's, like, it's like Silicon Valley when they're doing the math. If we jerk off this many, <laughs> this many dicks, <laughs> we get two. Put, to, put them together. We can jerk off two dicks at the same time with one hand. <laughs> he, he, he does have a cloak of protection. Oh, what does the cloak of protection do? The cloak of protection costs you a cool four thousand gold pieces and grants you a plus one uh, bonus to AC and all saving throws while you wear the cloak. It does require attunement. Give me one more choice. He still has that robe of scintillating colors, the one that uh, I explained to Dabbledog, oh. the robe of scintillating colors, which uh, lets out that blast of dazzling hues of color, which is going to stun guys for a minute if they fail the saving throw, um, and uh, is also going to give them disadvantage on attacking you. has three charges. Now how much was that again? 6,000. Let's go with the first robe. Or okay. Okay. Tyson McKay, the dwarf, looks to you. He nods in agreement, uh, taking the cloak of protection off of the wall. He says, well, here you are, my friend. Cloak of protection, plus one bonus to AC and all saving throws. But you gotta attune to it first, my boy. No problem here. 
Uh, now, do you have any magical shoes around? Boots, yes. Boots, I have boots. I got shoes uh, of various kinds. Um, I've got boots of elven kind, 2,500. Boots of levitation, 4,000. Boots of commanding water elementals, even, 8,000. I already have that. Uh, do you have uh, any boots of teleportation? Uh, unfortunately, I don't, my friend. What's the, what's, the, what's the levitation one? So, boots of levitation at 4,000 gold pieces. I don't know. <laughs> you also have the dragon spine axe. Don't forget that he will trade. True. While you wear these boots, you can use the action an action to cast the spell levitate on yourself at will. Uh, you The spell can levitate a target. Well, for the boots mean it has to be you. Um, or actually... Yeah, to levitate yourself. It can't be anything else. But you can... Uh, levitate means that you can choose a creature or object that you can see within range to rise vertically up to 20 feet and remain suspended there for the duration, which is uh, for 10 minutes, or as long as your concentration lasts. Hmm. Do I have to concentrate on it if there's just a boot? Correct. Yeah, it's still a spell. Oh, shit. Uh, no, we'll, we'll leave it at the... We'll leave it at the cloak. So I, I hand him my... Uh, my piece of paper and I say this has money on it (laughs) (laughs) okay so he quickly writes the difference handing you back a cool 15 oh no this was a $4,000 cloak uh, for the cloak of protection not the cloak of (laughs) scintillating colors which means that he hands you back a cool 3,500 gold pieces on a note of mark okay and your boy steps in line next Okay, Rogar Ragnak. What are you looking for, my friend? The dwarf eyes you up and he says, I've seen your type before. But you already got a nice set of armor on you, so how about a weapon? Um, yeah, I ask him if he's got any good spears, magical spears. Uh, yeah, he's got plus one, two, and three spears. Ooh, tell me about the plus three spears. Plus three spears, uh, he only has one of which. It's a legendary rarity. And it costs twenty four thousand gold pieces. In my price Looks range. Like <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go to the, the plus, plus two spear. Is a four thousand mm, okay. gold piece weapon. Does he have any like elemental ones, like fire, ice, fire, lightning? He pulls out an ancient-looking spear of a dwarven make. Mm. It is called a centurion spear. Uh, the weapon is very rare, requires attunement, and grants a plus two bonus to attack and damage rolls made with the magical weapon. Okay. It has a thrown property with a normal range of 50 feet and a long range of 150 feet. When you hit with an attack using this weapon, it deals an extra 1d6 piercing damage. Immediately after you make a ranged attack, the weapon reappears in your hand. Oh, oh shit. So I don't gotta worry about throwing it. <laughs> <laughs> That's sick. This weapon costs a cool 42,000. Gold pieces. That's it? That's yep. a lot of dits to suck. So yeah, that's I was I looking in my price my range. Money, and then you guys can't be like, I need so, more money. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> looking into coins, your price range. Would you take a dragon spine axe for it? <laughs> he, the dwarf, like, perks up immediately and goes, a dragon spine axe? You don't have one of those. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I pull, I pull it out. And I show him. Okay, so he says, Oh, I'd trade my dwarven spear for this dragon spine axe in a heartbeat. And some. 
those shoes, the levitation shoes. <laughs> I, I mean, you're you're trading a little light there, Tyson. The dragon spine axe is worth more than that. A house. Bullshit. <laughs> I was gonna trade him the boots for the axe. <sighs> what? Can I can I get credit in the store? Can I get credit? Um. Well, he'll just pay you the like. He'll give you a note of mark for the difference. Okay, we'll do that then. You owe me, Rogar. If you want to do that. Yeah, Rogar owes you 42,000 fucking gold pieces. <laughs> do you want it? Sort of. Daddy will buy it for you. Jesus. <laughs> uh, hold on. Isn't there a better spear? <laughs> he does have other spears. Uh, that one seems pretty um, dope. Uh... I don't know if you want to do that, Tyson. I'm not going to do anything else with this dragon axe. Might as well get some money out of it. See what I can buy. Alright. I'll be your bodyguard. <laughs> Fuck yeah. And you owe me money. <laughs> okay. I'm so glad so, I didn't give uh, it to, Dow- or to Gregory. <laughs> so the dwarf... I'm so pissed he didn't. <laughs> so the dwarf looks to you, Tyson, he says, Alright, just so we're clear. The Centurion Spear and the Dragon Spine Axe on the table. You want the Boots of Levitation? I agree. That means, after it's all said and done, I'll owe you a total of 5,000. I, I say deal, and I shake on Okay, hand. so you shake, he writes you a note of mark, hands you the Boots of Levitation and the Centurion Spear. I, I keep the spear. And you hand him the <laughs> Dragon Spine, and I keep the spear. <laughs> and you hand him the Dragon Spine Axe. So, my friend... Uh, Mother Teresa, you now have a Centurion Spear. Oh, good. Tyson McKay, you have the Boots of Levitation. Can I also ask him about helmets? Helmets? Absolutely. Uh, so, he brings you over to his armor section of the shop. He has various helms, uh, which he uh, begins to display to you. He has, uh, you know, in your price range... I'm having a hard time finding something in your price range. He has a hat of disguise, which is 5,000 gold pieces, but that's not so much a helm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me, I'm a pretty girl. <laughs> he does have a helm of comprehend languages. I already do that. Which he is selling for 1,000 gold pieces. So I just understand his, all languages? His next cheapest helm would be 12,000 gold pieces. Yeeks. How about, how about some shields, then? He does have shields. He has shields of plus one and plus two variety, no plus threes. Okay. How about in my price range? What would you recommend? There's a $6,000 plus two shield or a $1,500 plus one shield. Go for the plus two shield. Okay. So are you handing him your note of mark? Yep. Excellent. He writes you up a note of mark for the difference of 1,500 gold pieces, and you now own... A plus two shield. Oh, yeah. Granting you a plus two bonus to armor class. Also, I wrote down that uh, Rogar owes me 42,000. So. <laughs> <laughs> what, what kind of shield is it? Just a steel shield? or? It is correct, yeah. Just a, a higher masterwork steel shield. Okay. Yeah. All right, gentlemen. What a fucking shopping spree. <laughs> Whew. Uh, is, well, it depends. It's up to you guys. I don't know if you're done or not. Sure there's still one person no, oh, that's everyone. We're all done here. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Wait, no, a plot <clears throat> Yes? Uh, now, Rogar is going to be my whore. I'll be his pimp. <laughs> and Fievel, with his eight hands, can jerk off so many dicks that he wants to be a whore now, too. 
Yeah, I know like, what we're uh, doing for the next three days, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Season four, we start a brothel. <laughs> like a, a rodent gangbang. <laughs> so while they're doing that, you want to go get some more money on a side quest? Yeah. Okay, we still have one more member of the team who's looking to purchase items and equipment. What Gregory loser. the Warforged, you approach, and uh, <laughs> and the dwarf kind of like looks up at you and says, oh, What the fuck could you possibly need? Love. Oh. Love. <laughs> Plus 250 experience <laughs> points. That's fucking hilarious. Well, I'd uh, like to take a look at your armor to start. Okay. Uh, so, you also falling within the $7,500 price range? Okay. All right. Um, he has armors of resistance to three different types of damage. Uh, fire, thunder, and what looks like acid damage. They go for yeah. They go for six thousand gold pieces a piece. He has a very interesting shield called the arrow catching shield. If you're interested oh, in something like that, the arrow catching shield is a uh, re- requires attunement. Gives you plus two bonus to armor class against range attacks while you wear the shield. Um, this bonus is in addition to the shield's normal bonus to AC. In addition, whenever you, uh, whenever an attacker makes a ranged attack against a target within five feet of you, you can use your reaction to become the target of the attack instead. So, like, if Dabbledob's five feet away from you, you can, if someone shoots an arrow at him, you can use a reaction to, like, become the target, and because you got a plus two bonus on top of your plus one AC bonus, you'd have a plus three, meaning you could probably catch the arrow on the shield. Okay. Well, that's pretty sick. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, does that count as like magic, or just arrows? Like you're, you're saying ranged uh, against range attacks. Yeah, it would be magic as well. So like, if there was a magical attack that's a range attack that can like be caught on a shield, sure. Right. So like, like a firebolt, like a beam or a yeah, like or... a be- but nothing that's AOE, right? Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. And then on top of that, I mean, it's not a spell catching shield either. There are spell. Spell yeah. casting shields, yeah, like yeah. shields that cast that catch spells, but this is not one of those. Okay. How much is that? Six thousand. Okay. Do it. Do it. Sounds sounds good. Okay. Do the, the plus two armor and the, the plus one. All right. So a little bit of a convoluted deal. Dabbledob Doppet is going to return his ring of water walking for a cool two thousand gold pieces. Okay, so the dwarf kind of grumbles at this. He doesn't like going back on sales, but he hasn't left the shop yet, so he's fine with that. He knows he's getting the money in the end of the day, you know what I mean? So he takes back the Ring of Water Walking. You're going to hand over your 500 gold pieces in addition to that, and you're going to buy a plus two armor set, heavy plate, and you're going to take the Ring of of Protection with the extra 1,000 gold pieces you have and the 2,500 that Dabbledob is fronting you. Cool. All right, so uh, after all is said and done... Leaving both Dabbledob and Gregory the Warforged with exactly zero <laughs> gold pieces. Well, actually, no, I still have 92. <laughs> with exactly zero gold pieces, you are left with a plus two set of heavy plate armor, a masterwork, and you are left with the Ring of Protection, which grants a plus one to armor class. What's that, 23? Yeah. Same here, bro. Okay. So, the dwarf shakes all of your hands and says... I misjudged you all this morning for poppers, and I appreciate you coming and giving me your business. If you need anything in the future, just fucking let me know. Thank you, Mister sure Battlebank. About that okay. pile I gave you. Keep that mini harpoon gun in mind. <laughs> he disregards the last comment, and you guys are more than welcome to leave the shop if you so choose. Yeah, yeah we'll leave. Yeah. I'll be back though. 
eventually. Okay, so, gentlemen, congratulations. I'm going to hand you each 500 experience points. You did some shopping. You, you went white girl on it, and I love it. <laughs> so, uh, all together, we have Fievel Mausentrov with two different blowguns, 20 different darts of two different varieties, and what was your big ticket item, Fievel? The uh, scimitar speed. Nice, a plus two to attack and damage with a bonus action attack on every turn. That's pretty freaking nasty. Tyson McKay, you ended up with the Boots of Levitation as well as... What was your big ticket item? Uh, I was hoping you were going to say because I just have Cloak of... And then I forgot what it was. So. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Cloak of Protection uh, with a plus one bonus to armor class and a plus one bonus to all saving throws. Yeah, I had that written down. Rogar Ragnak, you came out like an absolute champ. However, now you are indebted to Tyson McKay for a cool 42,000 gold pieces. <laughs> You do have a dope Centurion Spear, which is a plus two bonus to attack and damage with a throne property where it can return to your hand and deals an extra 1d6 piercing damage. Mm -hmm. That's pretty dope, my friend. Yeah, I'm psyched to use it. Awesome, possum. We also dabble dob dop it. Thank thank (laughs) you, Sir Tyson. (laughs) (laughs) Call him daddy. (laughs) You heard me. Dabble Dab Dop It, you walked away like a champ as well. You were going to take the Ring of Water walking. You chose to help your boy Gregory out instead. I yeah. like that, keeping that so, bond strong. Pulling a little daddy move yourself, if you will. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but what, what did you walk away with? What was your big ticket item? Uh, the one that grants me plus two to attack and damage rolls. And then uh, the half cover doesn't mean shit. Nice. Awesome, awesome. And we also have Gregory the Warforged. You were the, the most recent. You got a, a plus two set of Masterwork armor and a ring of protection. So, you know, granting you that plus one AC. Yes, yes, yes. For a grand total of plus three. So you're probably sitting at what, like 21 AC now? 23. 23 hot, AC. Hot 23. Hot 23. <laughs> <laughs> the glass cannon in the tank. You gotta love it. All right, yeah. gentlemen. So congratulations <laughs> on completing your shopping at Griffin's and uh, Gargoyles, the shop owned by Bogus Brattle Battle Branch, the dwarf of the House Battle Branch. A little bit of a gruff character, but definitely worth it. What would you guys like to do now? It is now in the late hours of the afternoon. Shopping is exhausting. It takes a while. What do you got? What are you guys into? Uh, is there a bank nearby? There is the bank of Ravenloft Clan, the Ravenloft Clan banking branch. You guys can head there uh, if you so remember choose. Remember the cart that you debated robbing earlier? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm going to head there anyway. Yeah, I'll go with that. Okay. All right. So the uh, banking clan, Ravenloft, has their institution at the highest echelon or top tier of Malvista. You guys marching up there, find yourselves looking at ionic columns. An almost uh, Greco-Roman style building, uh, very old, certainly one of the oldest buildings in Malvista itself. Walking in, you guys are obviously looking great now that you've got all your your fancy gear on. You look like adventurers, you look like heroes, uh, but you are overcome with the sense of looking at massive wealth. Certainly very old families, certainly very powerful and wealthy individuals here, uh, all standing in lines at the tellers. You guys can stand in line as well if you so choose. Um, it doesn't take very long. The banking clan is very efficient, and very quickly you guys find yourselves at the front of the uh, line. Uh, Walking up, uh, Tyson McKay, I'd imagine you're going first because it was your idea. Yeah, uh, we'd like to open a shared account. <laughs> <laughs> no! <laughs> you approach, and there is a gaunt-looking man behind the counter. 
He speaks with a drawl and seems、uh, ever unimpressed. He looks here and he says, "Account number."、Uh, I'd actually like to open account, sir. He looks to you,、uh, raises an eyebrow, and he says, "Very well." He begins to、uh, mark down some scribbles on a sheet of paper. Okay, so he says, "Full name, please."、Uh, Tyson McKay. And the spelling of the last name? M C K A Y. He、uh, turns a sheet of parchment to you and says, "I require your signature, sir." I scribble something on the page. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you scribble. He looks at it with almost disgust. <laughs> he then pushes forward a small pad of what looks to be like sponge or cloth, doused with ink. He then says, "Eat it." As he pushes forward a new piece of parchment, I require your print, sir. Like fingerprint? No, ass print. Plus one hundred and fifty experience <laughs> points. <laughs> yes, he requires your handprint of your dominant hand, your right hand. Oh, how do you know it's my right hand? Your paw print. Well, okay, your dominant hand, which could be your left hand. It's my right. You were, you were correct, but I just wanted to. I put my hand、okay. in it, and then I say, "Where、mm-hmm. do you want it?" He just passed you that、oh, sheet of parchment. Okay, then I put it on the <laughs> paper. Okay, he pulls it back. He grabs a pinch of what looks like white chalkish like powder and、uh, sprinkles it onto the page, and then blows it in a direction、uh, not facing you, so that it dries the ink a little bit faster. <laughs> he then, from below his teller、uh, station, pulls out a iron coin. This coin he slides to you. It is not a piece of currency, but rather. The coin, which is another way for them to determine your account number and your identity.、Okay. This coin is very important. Some people have them drawn up on necklaces. Other people keep them in like a certain safe spot in their home. Some people keep them on their person. It has the insignia of the Ravenloft Banking Clan on it,、uh, and it is much heavier than even a gold piece.、Um, I'm gonna attach it to my Modron Heart necklace. Okay, so you can, yeah, you'll have to have like a hole drilled into it if you want to do that. I just smash it into like. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, Tyson McKay, your account number is three five four six six two. No one remember that. Everyone forget what they heard. Hi, my name's Tyson McKay.、Oh, <laughs> my number is C. <laughs> okay.、Uh, he yes, please check the cow. <laughs> look, looks to you, Tyson McKay, and he says, "And a deposit, sir." Yeah, I'd like to deposit eight thousand dollars, GP. Okay. So he says, "Will you be doing that in gold or in notes of mark?" Dildos. I hand him the note of mark. Okay. So you hand him the note of mark. He eyes it. He takes out a、uh, what looks to be like a, a monocle, but it's 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 more microscopic. He's inspecting the signature as well as the the notes of mark have like actual numbers on them, account numbers as well as、uh, issue numbers, just like a check would, right? So he inspects it. He places it in an envelope,、uh, places it in a cart、uh, beside, like at the back where all the tellers can access it, and he says. You now have an account with a balance of eight thousand gold pieces. So he has to give me. Will there be anything else, he, sir? He has to give me five hundred back because I was eighty-five hundred on that. <laughs> oh, it was eighty-five hundred. Okay, so、yeah. he says, "In what denominations would you like your gold, sir? Bars or pieces? Pieces." <laughs> <laughs> so、uh, down from below, he pulls out a velvet pouch 
Okay. Uh, it is quite a large pouch, and it has enough room as he pulls out stacks of gold coins. You hear them clinking together and rattling together as they fall into the velvet pouch, which is quite large, and he passes it to you. Uh, Will there be anything else, sir? No, thank you, sir. Okay, so he says, good day. And then he rings the bell beside his station, and you are free to leave. Yeah, I do. I leave. All right. So, who would like to go next? Me and Did, did everyone go to the bank? <laughs> I'm pretty sure Fievel was the only one that came. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, Fievel, if you're going to the bank, then you can you can go up next if you'd like. Can I see over the counter? I need to go. <laughs> um, you can see up. Uh, you can't see, like, over, but you can see the guy's face. I request a stool. <laughs> Okay, so very quickly, a uh, young boy who works for the bank brings over a stool. They're, they're used to this for dwarves and other, you know, vertically challenged individuals. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, my good sir, and I give him a piece of uh, silver. Okay, so the young boy bows to you and then uh, quickly hurries to the side of the room until he's needed again. <laughs> Put my, I guess, two top arms on the, the counter then, and I address the man and say I'd like to open an account. Okay, so he looks to you and he says, as he begins to drop the paperwork, I will need a signature. You do know how to write, don't you? Oof. My grandpepe taught me well. <laughs> My grandpepe. <laughs> so he slides the sheet of paper to you for you to sign with ink and quill. Okay. Um, draw a mouse. Draw a smiley face. <laughs> I draw my brother Ria. <laughs> Okay, 45 minutes later, when the likeness of your brother Riav is fully in ink on the paper, he looks to you and he says, You will need to recreate this signature so, in future times. Noted. Okay. He also asks for a uh, impression of your dominant hand. I look to all four of them and I'm like, I don't know which one it is anymore. I, have an arm I pick the top left one and I... Uh, Apply it in the, the powder or stamp or whatever. In the ink, yeah, yeah, and then he's going to powder it for sure. Okay. Okay, Fievel. Yeah, he finishes up some paperwork, and he is going to hand you the same heavy iron coin of the banking clan Ravenloft. Mm -hmm. uh, the banking clan accounts are in sequence, so your account number is 354663. Oh, I know his account number. <laughs> Perfect. Um, and then I just tell him I want to deposit uh, 1250 Okay. So you deposit 1250 gold pieces, and he says, Would you like any of that back, sir, in coin? I only, yeah, 300 Yeah. So just uh, 300 Okay. Back. All right. So he uh, then hands you, uh, in denominations of gold pieces, 300 gold pieces back, leaving 950 gold pieces in your account. Nice. That's it. All right. So he bids you a good day, and you are free to leave. Okay, I bring the stool over so the kid doesn't have to do it. That's very nice of you. The little boy says, thank you very much, sir. Shut up. Give me that silver piece back. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't earn it. I had to do it myself. You should have been there as soon as I stepped up. No, I just drop it off, and I, I just say, yeah, good day, and walk out. Okay, gentlemen. So Tyson McKay and Fiala Mazentrov, you finish off at the Ravenwood Banking Clan. Is there anything else that uh, you guys would like to do? Is there anything else that the rest of the team would like to do? I'm just going to head to the tavern to meet my girl up. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I haven't started a 
bank account in 400 years. Why start? <laughs> I have nothing to put in one, so. Well, that's the other reason. <laughs> I like to file for bankruptcy. I declare bankruptcy. I, I was about to do it. I declare bankruptcy. Michael, you know that you can't. You can't just scream bankruptcy. That doesn't actually do anything. Well, I declare it. I, so. I declare it. <laughs> Uh, plus 200 experience points for the office reference there. Thank you. Um, so I'm just going to ask this now. If I pulled up Casey's 2 bank account number, how do I pull this off? Okay, ladies and gentlemen, I think it's very important that you recognize that Norian is an extension of a world that was played before by some, <clears throat> some very interesting and zany characters. They were uh, the force that somewhat saved and somewhat destroyed the world uh, <laughs> back in the, sec- in the Second Age. Um, so yes. Yeah. The, yeah, I mean, the Ravenloft banking clan has continued to endure. Um, you could bring up Tasty Sweetnuts' account. The thing is, my friend, you don't have Tasty Sweetnuts' coin or his, or his race or his handprint. So, like, you know what I mean? So how would you know his account number? You wouldn't how know his would account I number. Know? I have it written down. <laughs> <laughs> I have it in my old notes. Duh. So, no. You can't do that. God, he's rich though, man. He's fucking <laughs> rich. Think of that interest. So I knew I would set myself up one the day millions. for this moment. The interest on 300 years. <laughs> Fuck this trade quest. We're going to find my dead ass body. <laughs> <laughs> all right, moving right along. I assume you guys are all heading back to the Sour Shark, though I could be wrong. Does anyone have anything else that they'd like to do? Um. No, I, well, maybe the Sour Shark has some people to, uh... Start a fight with. Don't tell me you're gonna walk in and look for mysterious individuals. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I want to go look on like a... they've got a, hmm, say, three-day quest? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. That's what I'm looking for. What I will say is that if you guys are looking for quests to do, not only is there the town square, so, like, the actual marketplace, where there is a board with... Uh, wanted posters uh, and different, Ooh. like, you know, help needed, heroes wanted, adventures wanted, you know, signs and postings, right? Yeah. But there is also the Knights of the New Moon Guild Hall, which would have, you know, hey. assignments and jobs for Knights of the New Moon, who, you know, they're paid for their work as well. No, we hate those guys. No, we, yeah. Probably pretty poorly, though. Mm, not, not, not necessarily. Really? They, they own one of the biggest cathedrals in, oh, in okay, Valvista. Okay. Let's just a, bridge, maybe bridge. just the one in Ryberry was a little run down. Yeah. Ryberry is a smaller were. town for sure. Yeah, no, I thought they were scrounging, you know, the way that I was talking about 15 men. Yeah. Oh my god. Like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, they're, they're hard up for men, but they're paid very well because they're very good at what they do. But they're hard for okay. men. We're going on adventure. <laughs> <laughs> Back to the Sour Shark first? Yes. Yeah, yeah. It is evening time, so you guys are going to yeah, need to speak to Amara. Okay, gentlemen, so uh, first off, we have your boy, Rogar Ragnak, as well as Dabbledob and Gregory. You guys all head to the, the Sour Shark, and you get there before Tyson and Fievel, who are yeah. going to set up bank accounts. You guys uh, all see Amara. She is currently sitting at a table on her own. I sit beside her. Back to the wall. She is eyeing. <laughs> I'll race you for it. You're, yeah, I guess. Uh, she is eyeing the place and sipping on a mug of ale. So you guys are racing to sit beside her. Or stand. Either one works. Okay, you know, there's spots on either side of her. No, 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 let them both race for the <laughs> one spot, and I'll just pull up the one that they're not <laughs> Dibs okay. on her right. I'm going to need a dexterity check out of both of you to see who gets there first. 
Oh, baby. No, the dragonborn's big, but the gnome is nimble. Uh, Cup check. That's a 18 for me. You know what? I haven't rolled this dice ever. Let's do it. Nope. Never rolling it again. <laughs> the dragonborn gets there first, and Dabbledob, you can try and run around the table very quickly to get to the other side if you so choose. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Uh, Gregory is there. Are you racing him for that other spot or not? not? racing. I do it. walk up and sit down. <laughs> okay, well, he's going to get there first, then. Three. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so you bump into a sailor who says, Watch where you're fucking going. Shut up, ho. <laughs> Come check. Oh my gosh. So the man says, The fuck did you say to me, gnome? You fucking heard me, tall boy. Okay. <laughs> Two more sailors join in and say, This guy giving you a problem. And he's giving me a problem. Okay, so Amara says, All of you go about your business and leave the gnome alone. So the men look at her, knowing who Amara is, and having seen her around, they all turn and walk away, mumbling and, and uttering threats. Okay, so in the time it took you to have that little scuffle, Gregory the Warfare has reached the table and is sitting beside Amara. Oh. And I will sit on his lap. <laughs> Are you allowing this? Just sit on my lap? Yeah. <laughs> nah, nah, I'm pushing nah. off. Okay, so Dabblelob, you're sitting on Gregory's other side. Then. I guess so. Uh, not but ten minutes later, your boy, Tyson McKay, and Fievel Mazentrov walk in. I'm imagining they're going to join the table, but I leave it up to them. Reservation for two. <laughs> this is our first date. Yeah, there's there's no one to seat you, dude. It's a it's a rundown bar. You can go wherever you like. We stand there waiting for. <laughs> You'll be standing for a while. Where's the hostess? <laughs> uh, uh, let's just yeah, go sit down with the group. Should we just shove okay. sailors along oh, the way because they won't fuck with us? <laughs> yeah. Please do. Please do. Bar fight! Are you walking to the table or are you shoving sailors along the way? Do, I, uh, also, you do don't know you're protected us. at this point. Uh, you're a yeah, terrible you definitely brother. don't know you're protected like Dabbledob does. I'll, uh, you, don't, you don't know you got an in with the local mob. Yeah, I'll just go sit across the table from, from the other, like, whatever the guys. Like, I'll sit at the table. Okay, so Amara looks to you all and says, So... Did you find a vessel? I... I <laughs> immediately <laughs> becomes a pirate. 100 experience points. <laughs> she says, and? Uh, we went... Some mateys? Some mateys. Minus 100 experience points. <laughs> <laughs> um, we went with, uh... Viking ship looking. Ari. Ari Royal. Okay, so she looks away from Dabbledob to someone else who's going <laughs> to explain the situation. Yeah, we got a ship with Ari on the, the Royale. Ari? Yeah. We've done work with him before. He'll get us to where we need to go. Wow, good choice. That's what we thought. God, we picked well. Yeah. Okay, so she says, and I assume he needs a few days to prepare. Three. You said three. All right. Bryce? The next three days are your own. I will handle paying Ari the amount that he's asked. Perfect. To confirm it with you, how much is he asking? A thousand each. A thousand for a piece. A thousand ahead. Well, price was no object, but I'm glad that you're saving us some coin on this venture. Of course. Anything for you. Maybe it could be a Christmas bonus at the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little Christmas bonus. <laughs> she smiles and looks at you and she says, I very much doubt it, Metal Man. <laughs> she looks to all of you and says, It looks like you've been busy. Shopping. (laughs) If you're looking to attract attention in Malvista, you're certainly doing a good job of it. Thank you. (laughs) As long as it's yours. (laughs) 
<sighs> Jesus. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> she looks to you and says, The next three days are your own. If you need me, you can find me here in the evenings. Other than that, stay out of trouble and be here for the day we set sail. I can promise you one of those things. <laughs> she looks at you and she says, I think we're going to get along, Tyson McKay. Wow. No one's ever said that before. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Okay. So, you guys can, if you choose, spend the night having some drinks, hanging out at the Sour Shark, or you can do as you will. It's up to you guys. I buy everyone around. Wow. Not anymore, Dad. He's buying around? (laughs) Sick. Thanks, Daddy. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Daddy. (laughs) Nice. So, with two gold pieces, you can buy everyone a round of ale. Hey. All right, Rogar, you owe me 42,001. No, gold. you said it's on you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I will. All right. So everyone begins to drink, carouse, chat, and talk. Yes, Dabbledab? Uh, as he goes to buy those drinks, I'm going to take my first boot on my new pipe. Okay. So you're, uh, one of your giant's bone pipes, you take it from its very nice old case. And I'm and... going to smoke the hardcore shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay, Dabbledob. Uh, Dabbledob is smoking the hardcore shit that he got from the Roma Gypsy camp. Can you roll me a... Uh, this will be a, uh, a constitution saving throw, please. The number we're looking for is a 16 here. Rolled it, plus one, baby, so 17. Okay, so, Dabbledob, in addition to the alcohol, your head is swimming. You find that your head feels very heavy, and it's very hard to keep it up. So, like, <laughs> you're talking to people, and you'll have to, like, rip your head back up to, like, look at people before it starts to fall again. Oh, this is the good stuff. <laughs> okay. I like this. While you're in this state, you find that uh, people's eyes are very, like, you know, intense. And you find yourself, like, staring into Gregory's eyes for long periods of time. Who's just like looking at you like you're the odd duck that you <laughs> This is great. I'm loving this. Man, I haven't seen this dabble dog in a couple hundred years. <laughs> I got the good shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, team, so Dabble Dob's head swimming, feeling super heavy. Your boy Tyson paying for drinks. Odd odd change of pace here. Rogar, indebted to Tyson, both for the drinks and indebted for the dope sphere. <laughs> Um, Gregory, you feel like, you know, Dabbledob's either just mesmerized with you or hitting on you. All the eye contact he's making is certain, certainly creating some tension. It's and Fievel, you're carrying on a very nice conversation with Amara. Gentlemen, congratulations on spending your first full day in Malvista. I'm going to hand you each 250 experience points. It's been some really good gameplay. It's not enough. That's not enough, man. Oh my goodness. It's, I'm not here to level you every single <laughs> Yes, session. you are. <laughs> Alright team, so ladies and gentlemen, whether it was morning, evening, noon, or night, I want to say thank you so much for listening to the Dicey D20. It's been a pleasure bringing you this latest episode. Check us out on Podbean, check us out on Premium Podbean if you want to support the pod. You can also support us on Patreon, which is super awesome of you. Uh, in addition to that, check out our sponsors, DieHardDice.com, for sweet trays, metal sets, poly sets of dice. They are super, super cool. Dabbledob himself went with the Scorch set, which is kind of like a rainbow metallic set. Super cool looking, so check those out. Scorched with white writing, right? Is what you, yeah, I can yeah, see yeah, it there. Yeah. Looks super cool. Check those out, and uh, hit us up, guys. Any questions, comments, concerns that you guys have about the pod, we would love to hear it. You can reach out to us on Twitter, on Facebook, um, and uh, interact with us there. Thank you so much for listening it's been a pleasure and this is your dm signing out peace out from dabble i'm starting your gofundme page <laughs> <laughs>